Welcome to Working for Women, the independent women's forum podcast, where we are changing the conversation about women and public policy for the better. Hello, my name is Patrice Nwuka, and I'm a senior policy analyst at the Independent Women's Forum. Welcome to our listeners. Those who serve our country, their spouses and their families make tremendous sacrifices. A good education should not be one of those. According to a recent study, more than a third of military personnel have considered leaving the military service due to dissatisfaction with their children's education. Washington is on a march to empower parents to invest in their children's education, and there are efforts in Congress to expand school choice for military families so that they can craft the best educations for their kids. Today, our esteemed guest is a member of Congress who introduced legislation to help family members in this way. Representative Jim Banks, Republican from Indiana, sits on the House Armed Services Committee, so he thinks about these issues. Congressman, thank you so much for your time, and we are very pleased to have you join us to talk about uh, efforts in, in helping military families. Hey, thank you very much. It's great to be with you. Sir, I'd love for you just to jump right in and, and tell us what kind of challenges do military families face in educating their children? Well, look, I mean, first of all, this is a very unique population. Our, our men and women in uniform who uh, raise their right hand and, and make that difficult but very important choice uh, to, to make the sacrifice to, to serve our country. And uh, the last thing that we want our men and women uh, to be concerned about when they join the military is ensuring that their children receive a good education. So I hear stories all the time from military families. Again, a unique population that every two to three years moves from one place to another. And that, um, that move is often made more difficult because they leave one school district where their children flourish and do well. And the uncertainty when they move to a a new base, a new location, a new school district, um, sometimes uh, that's the most difficult part of moving from one place to another is making sure that their children receive a good education. So roughly half of our military families have some school choice option um, in the state that they move to, but that means half of our military families don't have a school choice option. If they don't choose the public school option, then they have to pay the additional cost to send their children to a, a private school, or if they choose to homeschool, the costs uh, that come out of their pocket to do that. Um, this piece of legislation uh, would create education savings accounts and use uh, federal impact aid dollars, which are, are, are used currently to subsidize public schools in areas that have a military base, retooling those dollars to allow them to follow the child and, and give uh, parents, uh, men and women in the uniform, uh, more support so they can make the best educational choice for their families. It's an exciting effort that I, I've heard emotional stories from so many men and women who say this would make a tremendous uh, difference for them and their kids' lives. That, that's that's terrific. I mean, I think you hit on a, some. What my next follow-up question, which was, you know, talking about the the benefit of school choice to military families, and and it sounds like this would be an effort to make those benefits really portable because military families are, are really on the move. Um, you know, it, it, what is the difference? You know, the challenges that civilian families, or sorry, that military families face compared to civilian families when it comes to education. Is it just that portability, or are there other issues? When you move from one place to another. Um, it's it's just that uncertainty. I mean, at the at the end of the day, that that um, the emotional toll that it takes on on the on the parents who who worry about whether or not their kids are going to fit in, whether or not they're going to get 
um, the best education possible when they move to that next school district. Um, that that that's a distraction from our men and women in uniform focusing on what they're uh, what what they ultimately are there to do, which is is training and doing the the, the hard and important work of keeping America safe and secure. So th- this is a this at the end of the day, this is about that. Our men and women in uniform should never have to worry about whether or not their kids get a good education. And uh, this piece of legislation, in a very simple way, would provide these education savings accounts. Um, which are which are portable, which would be federal dollars that are already intended for this purpose uh, to follow uh, these families and allow them to make the best choice that they can. It might be a private school, it might be uh, it might be homeschooling and and helping to offset uh, some of the cost of homeschooling. Um, at the end of the day, it allows these families to make the best decision, choose the best option for them and their kids, and uh, that that's why I'm very proud to introduce uh, this legislation in the Congress. Well, you know, this, it sounds like you're talking about a common sense solution um, to helping families really uh, deal with, you know, military families address education needs. Um, You know, I I can't imagine that there are, that there are people who would oppose the idea of school choice. Um, I'm being, I'm I'm joking a little bit, but, you know, it it, does sound like a very common sense bipartisan approach, um, you know, when we talk about educational savings plans, particularly for military families. Is there opposition, and and how do you address their concerns if there is? Well, the, of, of course there is, and and um, I, I come from a state in Indiana where we do have school choice. We have the largest voucher program in the country. We have uh, charter schools. We have um, we've we've created an environment of choice in our state so that families can can make the best choices. Uh, for their children's education. So we, we have this debate all the time in the state of Indiana and uh, now in introducing this piece of legislation. I got to say, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect that that a piece of legislation like this, which is, is truly common sense, uh, would have uh, resistance from those who have the same uh, ideological viewpoint opposed to school choice um, because they don't want to see any dollars taken away from from a public school. So um, there's a lot of irony in that. I mean, the the, the federal impact aid dollars exist um, to help schools and in, in locations where a military base exists that doesn't pay uh, a military installation that doesn't pay property taxes. But the 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 whenever a, a child uh, of a military family goes to a public school, um, the dollars follow them. If they don't go to the public school, then those dollars don't go to the public school to begin with anyway. So. Uh, there's a lot of irony here um, on, on other notes as well. When we send our families overseas, for example, we give them a voucher to allow them to choose the best school choice option for them overseas. The fact that we don't allow for any type of choice in the United States of America, I think, is, is troublesome, and, and this piece of legislation would solve that. I think you just hit on a really interesting point that maybe a lot of folks haven't heard about uh, this idea. It's that you know, overseas military families are able to exercise uh, educational choice. Why can't they do that here? You know, I really appreciate that. That's, that's right. Um, I mean, a, great, a great deal of that. irony there. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, we, we talk at the Independent Women's for, uh, Forum a lot about, uh, you know, just coming up with these common sense solutions. And education is one of those issues that women deeply, deeply care about. And so when we think about women as military spouses, 
and service women. Um, you know, I, I know very much that they are thinking about how they can ensure their kids have access to the best educations they can. You know, Congressman, with just a couple of minutes left, is there anything that you'd like to to let our audience know about this this large this broad movement um, to you know to really help edu- uh, military families deal with providing education for their kids? Well, we we have about fifty co-sponsors in the House of Representatives for my bill, and uh, one way that military families can help is by reaching out to their member of Congress and asking them to take a look at this piece of legislation, um, the Education Savings Account for Military Families Act. And uh, perhaps your listeners, your members, they might be able to influence their member of Congress to become a co-sponsor of the bill as well. So as we move forward uh, throughout the rest of 2018, we're we're getting close. We're getting into an election cycle. There are a lot of distractions um, this year, but this is a piece of legislation that I believe, with all due respect, would, would really make a difference in the lives of, of, uh, of families in the United States and, and those, those unique families who, who make sacrifices to, uh, to serve us and to serve our country. I, I served in the Navy. I deployed to Afghanistan. My, my wife wow. stepped up and, and had, had the weight of uh, the world on her shoulders as she took care of our three young daughters, as she took care of our all of our responsibilities at home while I was deployed to Afghanistan. The, la- the last thing that um, that I uh, wanted to have to think about was whether or not my kids were getting a good education. And um, in, in our case, our case was unique and different. But I heard those stories from the other men and women who I served with every day that that often that that's what was on their mind, what what was going on in, uh, in their kids' lives, what was going on at their kids' schools. Um, this is a piece of legislation that would 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 ease and comfort uh, uh, many of those families and, and give them a give them a better shot at a better education for their kids. They certainly deserve it. Uh, that, that's terrific. Congressman, thank you so much, not just for your time this afternoon, but for your military service and, and just for leading our nation right now. Um, to all of our listeners today, thank you so much for tuning in. As we always say at the Independent Women's Forum, all issues are women's issues. And so we're really proud to bring you common sense solutions, you know, to education and helping the military, helping those who serve our service here and abroad every day. Uh, Congressman Banks, thank you so much for joining us today. And for those who are interested in learning more about this issue, you know, I I encourage you to visit our uh, sister organization, the Independent Women's Voice at IWV.org at Independent Women's Voice uh, to learn more about this, this specific piece of legislation, but generally visit our website at IWF for more on educational savings plans and and options to help bring choice to young people across our country. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give it a thumbs up, share it on social media, or stop by iwf.org for similar content.